this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It's March 18th, and this is episode 126. Um, it's been a while, and as with anything, the more time that there is in between things, the more um, scary and insurmountable getting back into something feels, and to get current, um, since I last talked, I think I was talking about probably my mom getting sick and being diagnosed with cancer and then having to write a book about cancer in, um, the pandemic and, and then my father was diagnosed with ALS in October and everything that's been happening since then has been about reconciling my sort of anger towards them (laughs) and the dysfunction that I was raised in and their workaholism and this fear that like all my resentment toward them wouldn't have a place as I was swept up in this like caregiving narrative and um, compassion for them and I've learned in the subsequent months through joining another 12-step program, like joining basically like adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families. And my parents aren't alcoholics, but I'm learning how dysfunctional they were. And so it's been a lot of learning about how I can love them and feel compassion for them and appreciate them and be so grateful that they're alive and also wanting to care for them and also being like codependent and being really angry every time they do anything or step like foot outside of their house because now they've like become so frail to me in my mind and also just the reality of how much abuse there was growing up and how much neglect and how much withholding and and letting those contradictions be true simultaneously and accepting that being honest about the circumstances in which I was raised and the effects of that in my life now admitting that all of these happened all of these things happened isn't like an indictment and more importantly for me as a kid of an immigrant it isn't a betrayal to say that these things happen and that they hurt me And also recognize that my parents did their best with the tools that they had and that their tools were given to them intergenerationally and through trauma of their own and scarcity and withholding and finite resources. But the reason I am recording this today is because I'm sad, like I'm so sad and I keep crying and then numbing out on like these like very explosive, almost manic um, work outbursts. Like I'm sure my editor didn't need a 750 word email this morning. And I'm sure there were things that I needed to do that required my own attention um, that wasn't spending 45 minutes um, thinking about giving notes 
to another friend for their treatment. Um, But that's just where I'm at. And the truth is, I think a lot of my grief today and a lot of the pain and the discomfort and the intolerableness of like having to be inside my body is that like it feels like after an entire year of just sort of screaming into the void that we are being persecuted and like not being believed culminating in the violence and murder of these Asian women in a racially targeted hate crime. The effect of it is that like I'm also coming out of a denial around what the truth of my life here has been. Like there was and whether it was a protective measure or not like there was always seemingly for me like plausible deniability around like aggression and like jokes and scapegoating around me and people like me and then a lot of shame around like the work that I did to maybe try to even distance myself from Asians and not in like a I'm trying to be white sort of way but like creating signals that somehow insulate me like can't you see like I'm a cool Asian like if you hate crime me you're hate criming a person you know and I have a lot of guilt and shame around that kind of like exceptionalism and that kind of like vying for proximity to whiteness and like power structures that completely destroy everyone but it's like I swear to god like over the past two days it's like every incident is coming into sharp relief and I don't have the buffer of like time in between because it's like I am so triggered and it is so seismic and it is almost as though every bad thing that's ever happened to me is being correctly taxonomized and categorized as racially motivated and that's so painful like I've like shared on this about how I have to translate all the hurtful things that my parents have said into English before I can identify it as abuse. And like, it's almost like the flip of it. It's like, I have to translate all of these like transgressions as being racially motivated or it's been translated for me in like, who's speaking out, what even that they're saying, like, who's ignoring the news, who's like just swiping it up because it doesn't have anything to do with them. And I could just feel it and I could feel it all simultaneously. And I'm looking around and I can see that sort of like hollowed out shock in other Asians because I can tell that they're also experiencing this. And it's so painful. Like, I'm, like, floored by how much grief there is.
and I'm almost like astonished by how it's like colliding into this other work that I'm doing because all I can think about and it's all I could think about it's like all I can think about is like how helpless and frail my parents seem and like every kid who like didn't have a childhood because we spent our lives translating for our parents and protecting them and like sheltering them and shielding them from the racism that we can see and they can't. And so it's this like really, really wild and gnarly, gruesome thing of all these things feeling like it's happening to me all at once and also being flung back to childhood, like flung back to when I moved to a place where my parents don't speak the language and where my parents had first struck me as seemingly helpless. And I say all of these things and I'm in so much self-pity because like, I'm also on book tour. And I say these things so I can hear myself say them and like, so I can just identify that this is, this is what I guess I'm feeling is happening to me. And so that you can know that like, like I can't stop thinking about how many of us are crying alone and how many of us like are kind of bewildered by the way people are reacting or engaging with us or like ignoring or eluding or like even how like much rage we're experiencing at people who don't who can't who can't know this place like dead ass <laughs> like I was just talking to friends about how like being like a white kid with white parents who are like capably just moving around in the world with like lawyers and shit like how that must feel like a fucking vacation and like I know that that's not true but like I don't know it's a heavy fucking day and I just like want to acknowledge that I'm feeling it and I'm acknowledging like the reality of it because I just feel like I've been gaslighting myself for so long and I wish it felt like putting down a burden but it doesn't like I fucking miss denial but I just I just wanted to send this like little flare out and like like commit to being in my body, commit to eating meals, commit to like trying to meditate so 
so I don't drown. And also just say that like I'm thinking about all of you guys. And I really I'm wishing you a gentle day. And also offering self-forgiveness for however we want to cope today. I love you.